0: everybody, this is Mark Hinman, lead pastor at Hillcrest Church in Jamestown, New York. Welcome to episode 14 of Jumpstart, which is all about giving us the boost we need to keep us moving forward in the way of Jesus so that we can be more motivated and focused and less empty and miserable. As always, I'm joined by my college student co-host, Lucas Lassinger, and we also have back with us today a guest, David Alban is an awesome friend and a history teacher, high school teacher. You teach several things in Cleveland, Ohio, right, Dave? That's right. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, it's great to have you back
1: again with us. So, Lucas, what's the topic today? Yeah, so today we are talking about purposeful purity. I like those plosive P's, you know?
0: <laughs> right. So, so do we have a
1: key verse? We do. So today we're reading out of Matthew 5, verse 8.
0: Continuing our series in the Beatitudes. Yes.
1: I like that word, too, Beatitudes. I like a lot of these words. All right. So Matthew 5, verse 8 is, God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will see God.
0: Mm. So this is right in the middle of, of Jesus' teaching, and if you haven't read all of the Beatitudes, uh, back up to the beginning of chapter 5 in Matthew, you can catch all of it. But we're taking one each each episode, and today this, this one is, is really a key one, talking about the purity of heart. And so it's interesting, this idea of purity is not so much about you know cleanliness, it's not not about you know cleaning out your arteries and getting rid of plaque and all that sort of stuff as as much as it is about uh, a unity a singleness of heart and mind. Um, it, it has the idea. One commentator I read said, you know, it's like it's it's not unmixed. Um, so, for instance, if you have grain in Jesus' day, you might have grain and chaff together, and you would you would winnow out the, the the chaff so that you'd have just pure grain and you could have that with with metal too you know you might have alloy in it it wouldn't be pure metal so that's that's the idea of of purity of of heart and this is a key teaching of jesus so why does why does he say this though i mean dave any anything you'd add here
2: well, whenever I read through chapter 5, I always tell people that I view it as sort of Jesus' uh, inaugural address. He's like speaking to the crowds, laying mm-hmm. out, this is what the kingdom of heaven is going to be all about. Right, this is a sermon on the mount. He's teaching a crowd of
0: people here, yep.
2: And so, like, you know, when I, um, when I look at that and I start to see, like, when it says, like, poor in spirit or uh, uh, blessed are the meek, we kind of get back to this idea of... Um, Really, Jesus is kind of challenging us to look inward Mm -hmm. because the teachers of his day were so focused on the outward. The externals,
0: yeah, for sure. Yeah, they were all about it. And, and, you know, the the people he got in the face of most were religious people that just were... Nothing but, you know, he called them whitewashed sepulchers. Um, Amen. Not, a, uh, not, an exact, not exactly an endearing <laughs> comment. Um, I, I, Lucas, I would not call anybody at uh, college today whitewashed sepulchre, Just saying. Yeah, okay. okay. let's I'll, I'll break that I'll down. I'll write okay. that down, yeah. But, yeah, the whole chapter, though, is, is about this whole idea of inner purity, right?
2: Yes, and when you look through the chapter, you know, everything from... Jesus talking about salt and light, to the fulfillment of the law, to murder, and various topics. You know, he's really talking about this oneness of heart, which get back gets back to what purity really means. Are we 100% devoted to
1: God?
0: Yeah. So I, I want to key in on a couple verses later in the chapter, um,
1: uh, verses 27 and 28. Do you have those, Luke? Yeah, absolutely. So Matthew 27 and 20, Matthew chapter 5, 27 and 28. You have heard the commandment that says you must not commit adultery. But I say anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart.
0: Wow. And I think right there the bar got raised for most uh, of the crowd, and not only in Jesus' day, but the crowd that's listening today, right? Um, so, you know, the, the thing is, is I, you know, he talks about adultery is Jesus just talking to a bunch of old married Men here is that that the, the audience uh, obviously not right. Yeah.
2: yeah, when you look at this here, Jesus is really speaking to like it, he's speaking to the crowd and he's speaking really to everybody because he's really bringing it back to this idea that purity is more than just specifically in these passages, it's more than just what we do outwardly it's actually a mindset it's actually what are our thoughts dwelling upon what are we what are we really dwelling upon in, in in the the core of our being
0: yeah and i know this is a this is a topic for you that you speak to a lot so i just want to you know could you speak into that a little bit in terms of of you know young adults college students and so on um,
2: the issue of purity yeah so for for young adults and college students you know purity is huge today like we have So much going on in our culture. There's so much controversy surrounding this. And, and, you know, especially in that college culture or even as young adults when we first get out of college, you know, we're really faced with a lot of temptations that tell us that purity is sort of an archaic sort of thing that doesn't really matter today. It's It's
0: an unreasonable standard, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And we kind of buy into this worldview that purity is something that's just... Uh, puritanical, to use a big word, mm-hmm. basically that means like, oh, nobody does that anymore. Like, free love, just kind of get out there, experiment, like see who you are, test things out. But what we don't think about is, you no know, in other parts of Scripture, it talks about that when we are impure, we're actually sinning against our own bodies. Like, that, it's destructive. And it's not just destructive, too, in the physical sense, it also really affects our relationship with God, and it also affects our relationship with our neighbor. Um, you know, which boils it down to Jesus' two greatest commandments love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. When we choose to be pure, um, what I found in my own experience as somebody who definitely failed in this area when I was in the college young adult area is that um, it really leaves us empty. It doesn't leave us fulfilled, and it's really a, a, tra- a trap of the enemy. And all this battle really starts in the mind. If, you're not, if you only look at purity as, well, it's, if it's, it's just like if I keep myself out of this situation, it will not happen. Well, that's not true. Jesus lays out for us that to even look at somebody with that intent, um, that we are essentially um, getting ourselves to a place where we're setting ourselves up for future failure. So, like for me, um, you know, purity has been a journey. It's not. It's not going to happen instantaneously. It comes with actually choosing every day to have the right mindset. To look at people. um, Like I've always told other young men, you know, when you look at when you look at a woman, you should see someone's daughter. You should see that like you someone's future wife. Mm -hmm. Or I've also challenged people before. You know, think about when you. like if you could see today what your future wife or husband is doing, what would you want them to be doing? Would you what would you would you wow. be wanting them to have that oneness of heart and mind towards striving towards your future relationship? Mm, that's good. And as somebody who God brought out of that, it, I am so grateful that God brought me through a process of realizing why He has a standard of purity. It's not about rules. I think as I think as. Uh, uh, millennials, we tend to think that God's just all about rules, regulations, and stuff to keep us from having fun. It's because God knows what's best for us, and because He knows that person He's has in mind for us. And I think when we're, I think it really comes down to trust, be one-minded, and trusting that God truly has His best plan for us. And that person may not be there today, but. Tomorrow, God holds in his hands, and he's got that person prepared for us.
1: Yeah. I really liked what you said when we were kind of setting up the soundboards and the microphones. You said, purity is not a moment, it's a mindset. Yes.
2: Yes, for sure. Which uh, really takes us to our what, what, I, what I like to refer to as our, our GPS, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So Pastor Mark has the so what, and and Dave has the GPS, the good practical stuff. That's
2: right. You got it, Lucas. So good practical stuff. You know, this is kind of, um, is like we've talked about it. We really wanted to give you guys something to really take away. So what's what's one practical step, right? So when we talk about purity is not a moment, it is a mindset. Basically, we really want to focus on this idea that don't look at purity as just something that's just for today. Look at it as something that's an everyday Am I intentionally going into my day with this attitude of oneness of mind, where where I'm I really want to honor God and I want to honor the people around me with my thoughts, as Jesus called us to here when He calls us to purity.
0: That's that's great. So so good. And I just want to encourage you. You know, um, if this is an area you're struggling in, you're not alone. Uh, all of us, if truth truth be told, right, if we were honest with ourselves and with others. We all struggle in this area, if not in one area, in another. So, hey, why don't I pray for us, and uh, we'll get on with our day today, okay? Sounds good. Father, thank you for those who are listening today and for the truth of your word. Lord Jesus, I thank you that uh, you showed the way, how to, how to walk, um, exactly what you were, you were speaking about. And so I pray that uh, today that you'd help us, Lord, to, to be among those whose hearts are pure. And thank you for the promise that... We will see you. We love you, and we pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Hey, before you all leave, uh, we wanted to just say thank you for joining us, and thanks, Dave, for joining us. It was thanks great have to have me. you back. Great to have you here. Second time on the podcast, man. It's great to have you. Hey, before everyone you know, pauses, mutes, goes about their day, we want to just say thank you, and we want to ask that if you were willing, that you would like, comment, subscribe, rate, do whatever you're – uh, you're able to wherever you listen to your podcast. That would mean a lot to us to know if somebody's out there, and you know, giving us some feedback. We want to grow. We like to admit our failures because that's where God can work best in us. Mm-hmm. And if you want to, you can email us at podcast at hillcrestjamestown dot com. And you can also check out our Sunday services. We have morning services if you're in the Jamestown area at 845 and 11 o'clock. And then we also have those services online, and we have an online service at 7 o'clock p.m. You can find us on social media using the tag at Hillcrest Jamestown or on our website, hillcrestjamestown.com. That's great. Thanks,
0: Lucas. Well, until we talk again, have a great day and may God bless.